Hey everyone, welcome into your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher, uh, joined alongside by Jackson, and today is the beginning of the NFL playoffs for the 2020 to 2021 season. Now, Jackson, would you like to break the news on what happened with our season prediction record? Yeah, so um, Asher was behind me by two games going into last week. And I'm going to admit, yes. I was a little scared because Asher could easily have tied me and or even beat me. Actually, I actually did go 12-4 and four in my predictions, which is my best record on the season. I went 11-4 and four one of the weeks. Jackson had held the record at 12-3. and three. So I had a very good showing in week 17. But then... I went 14 and two, which yeah. blows away all of the previous records. Very proud of that one. And I sealed the deal and I made sure that I beat Asher by three percentage points, which doesn't sound very impressive. And well, I guess the course it's not of the because it was very close, but still um, Asher ended up at um, 65% of his predictions were correct. Um, if I went point four. this point against four. spread, this just win loss. Um, point four. Just under point four. two thirds of his games are correct, and for me, just over two thirds of my games are correct. So that was pretty good. Um, pretty good season overall. One thing I will say is next season, it will be a lot of fun because I will be looking forward to making more upset predictions. Because if there's one thing that you don't really realize until you actually bet on games, not bet, but you know, um, games, yeah. is that there are a lot more upsets than you realize. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. And I mean, next year, I guess. And yeah. And hopefully we can up our uh, predictions. Prediction yeah. Rate. So for the season, I conceded Jackson won. He beat me by four games. I, um, I think I took too many upsets. I was, I was a little bit overzealous in my upset prediction. So I'm going to actually go the other way and pick uh, more reasonably and not as adventurous. But that's going to be in 2021 to 2022. And we still have the playoffs to predict. So I believe we are going to have a brand new record. Jackson won the season. I'm giving him that. But we're going to pick the playoff uh, games and predict them hopefully we're gonna have a better record on the season and we're actually gonna try something new we're going to count our spread predictions now in the in the regular season we made our spread predictions but we didn't actually uh count them and have a record or running tally this time we will so we're putting a lot more thought into those predictions like specifically um what the score of the game will end up being like the point differentials so that's what the spread's all about, and we're going to have a shot at it and see how well we can do. Yeah, it's going to so, be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, plus, I get to start off on a blank slate and hopefully beat Jackson this time. Hopefully. Yes. So well, for you, anyway, not actually for me. <laughs> yeah. So let's jump right in. We have um, six wild card games this season. We have the Colts taking on the Bills, the Rams taking on the Seahawks, the Bucks taking on Washington, the Ravens at the Titans, Bears going into New Orleans taking on the Saints, and the Steelers versus the Browns. Now, 
let's jump right in. We have Colts going into Buffalo, taking on the Bills. Now, Jackson, what is going to happen in this game, in your opinion? Okay, so in my opinion, you look at both of their records. Indianapolis yeah. is 11-5, and five, and the Bills are 13-3. So the Bills look like a better team. And now um, we're going to use a stat here called NFL team points per game. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. For those of you who don't get what it means, it means how many points every single game on average does an NFL team score. And Buffalo is second in the rankings, whereas Indianapolis is ninth. So Indianapolis isn't bad, but Buffalo is definitely has a much higher scoring offense. They average three more points per game, which over the course of a season actually turns out to be, you know, um, about 50 points more than the Indianapolis Colts scored. So Buffalo definitely yeah. has the leg up on the offense. And then on the, um, the defensive end, we have um, the script flipped a little bit. As in, Indianapolis is 10th, so they're right around the, uh, like, like, barely making the top 10 for both categories. They're a well-rounded team, and Buffalo is the 16th, okay? So, on paper, this looks like, um, like, this looks pretty similar. However, we have to take into account that Buffalo did have some games that were outliers, as in, for instance, when they played the Seahawks, um, did not go too well for them, but they did definitely have some games that bring, bring, um, that brought down their average. And in my opinion, the Bills are the offense with the most firepower in the entire league. And that is why I'm going to take them to win this game. Because, you know, the Colts, yes, they have a very good defense, but will it be enough to stop the Bills? I don't think so. The Bills are coming up an insane victory to the Dolphins, which are a very similar team to the Colts, in which they won by 30 points, 56 to 26. And in the last three points, I mean, no, not the last three points, in the last three games, they have um, um, scored on average 48 points. So they are on fire. And yes, the Bills do have inconsistent games in which their point total will drop a lot, provided that they don't have one of those, which I do not think they will, because yes, there's definitely a chance that that is happening, but it's the playoffs. They're going to step it up. They are not going to make any more stupid mistakes, and they have learned from their mistakes that they made um, around the middle of the season, and um, they have been scoring a ton recently. So, you know, I just don't think that the Colts will be able to stop them from putting a ton of points on the board. And then the question becomes, okay, if the Colts can maybe limit the amount of points that they can put on the board to, like, even 30, that would be impressive. Um, can the Colts put up over 30 points? Against the Bills, yes, it's possible because the Bills, um, they let in an average of, um, of 23 points per game, but the Colts score an average of 28 points a game. So, yes, it could happen, but will it happen? I don't think so. So I'm going to have to take the Bills on this one. And to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be a very close game. I think the Bills are definitely the better team here. The Colts squeaked their way into the playoffs, and I don't think that I would count on the Colts even coming within a touchdown of the Bills. I predict the, the Bills just going
going for a very high-scoring game. And the Colts, yes, scoring um, a good amount, scoring about their season average, but not being, um, but that not being enough to touch the Bills. Okay, so I agree, but for a different reason. Now, when you look at the playoffs, it's it's sort of different than when you're looking at regular season games because, like week week one was like three, four months ago. The, the teams have evolved so much since then. Um, and the Bills are just such a different team and I think a much better team than they were in the early weeks. So I wouldn't really yeah. count on their season-long statistics because it's just one game that decides their fate. So I think you have to look at, at, at recent trends, how they've really like the last three, maybe four weeks, but specifically how they look, injuries, stuff like that. And the Bills are red hot. They have won six straight games, nine out of ten, nine of their last ten games, and they're on fire. Josh Allen, if you just look at the last ten games of the season, I think he's probably the MVP, in my opinion. Josh Allen has been amazing this for the second half of the season, and I just don't see this Bills team getting stopped. Like you said, in the last three games, they're averaging just under 48 points a game. That's really, really hard to do. And the Bills are a great offense. That being said, the Colts, in my opinion, are a top three defense in the league. You could argue for any of them, the Rams or the Bucks, to be the top defense in the league. Um, but the, the Colts have some... What about the no. Steelers? The Steelers oh, have They have not been good recently. But the, the yeah, Colts but are... The Colts' defense is amazing. They have Quentin Nelson. They have DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard. They have so – oh, wait, Quentin Nelson's on the offense. Sorry. DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, they are really, really good. And then they're just like a solid old-school football team. They pound the, pound the ground game. They um, short passes. Phillip Rivers is like that prototype 80s, 90s quarterback. He's – you know, he's a pocket passer. He doesn't really run. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't make things happen with his legs. He reads the defense. He reads the zones. The Colts are, I mean, look, the Buffalo Bills are like a rocket ship. And right now they've had fuel in the past few weeks. Now the Colts are just like this old 1890s, um, old 1890s train. But I mean, look, they keep, getting that steady supply of coal and they keep chugging along Jonathan Taylor getting 30 carries a game, just a solid grounded out, pounded out football team. Now the real question is the Colts defense versus the bills offense. It doesn't really matter what happens on that side of the ball. The Colts are going to score in the 20 to 30 point range, in my opinion. And the bills it's, it's really a question bills offense versus Colts defense. And we're actually going to be able to see that in a couple, in a few minutes, because at the time of recording this, the game has not started yet. But by the time we get this out to you, the game will probably be um, going on because it's it's almost ten o'clock right now. But anyway, um, I just I see the I see the Bills score, and they're just they're just two on fire right now. The rocket ship is blasting off, and it's leaving the train in the dust. But it's a six and a half point spread, and I just don't see the Colts going out and not doing everything they can because why were, why wouldn't they just like do everything they can? 
I see them bringing it in within a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Colts to cover the spread. That being said, I would not be surprised if the Bills just blow them out. That's what Jackson said would happen. I'm taking the Bills to win, but I think the Colts can make up that six and a half point spread. I don't think they win, but I think they make it sort of close. Okay. Fair enough. Now, this one is a kind of interesting game because yeah. the Rams and the Seahawks, Seahawks were looking really good coming out of the gates in this season. But yeah. now and it's not looking too good for either of them with the Rams um, being one of the two teams that the Jets won to and the Seahawks just completely failing and fizzling out on offense while not having a very strong defense and having the benefit of playing lackluster teams recently. So this one is going to be an interesting one. I wouldn't say it's the game to watch, but it is a close one and it's a tough one to pick. So Asher, what do you think is going to happen here? Okay. So I think it's really a, it's like a roller coaster ride. Um, just keeping with the automobile references, the Seahawks, Look, I don't think they a started out... is an automobile, but okay. Sorry, never mind. We'll just like, I don't know. Whatever. Um, machine, yes. Moving machines. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they started out and they're in Disneyland. They're on Splash Mountain. They're going up, 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 up. That's my favorite and, ride. And then, yeah, I kind of like it. it. It's okay. I don't like the drop. But anyway, yeah. they went up, 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 up. Week five, they were undefeated going into their bye just came off of a great win against the vikings and then they had that bye and something happened like a wheel fell off or something of that of that uh roller coaster i don't know what whatever you call it i don't know in splash mountain it's the log right yeah but yeah it fell off of the tracks and it just went downhill the seahawks lost to the cardinals they barely squeaked by against the niners lost against the bills lost to the rams um and then it leveled off and week 11 happened, and they beat the Cardinals. And since week, week 11, they've won six of their last seven games. They've won four in a row. And look, they beat the Rams in week 16, the last time they played. They had a great comeback against the 49ers. They destroyed the, the Jets, with, which um, surprisingly the Rams can't say that they did as they actually yeah. lost to the Jets. Um, they managed to put up points against Washington when they needed to. They scored early, and then they sort of just ran the ball out. They beat the Rams. They beat the Niners. They beat the Jets. The Giants game, the Giants were a really good team. The Seahawks weren't at that time. But the Seahawks have been really good lately. And that, coupled with the fact that Jared Goff has a thumb injury, I, he's going to play, but I don't think he'll be his true self. I don't. I don't, I don't see the Rams doing anything here. The, it was a close game the last time they played, but that Seahawks offense was not nearly anywhere close to um, who they are right now. So I, I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks to win, and it's only three-point spread, so I'm going to take them to cover the spread. Are they allowing fans in the, in the stadium for the I have Seahawks no idea. game? Because if they are, that's a real advantage for the Seahawks, like the 12th man or whatever they call it. Um, that's a, that's a real thing. Like, it makes it really hard for the quarterbacks to call the signals and what whatever. Um, it just gets you nervous. Seahawks, yeah. They won four in a row. They, um, they get home field advantage. Jared Goff is a little shaky right now. And I'm going to take the Seahawks to win. They put the points up on the board. The Rams offense just isn't very good. It's, yeah, it, it's just not a good offense right now. <laughs> Seahawks, I think they get it done. They get a win. 
Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson knows how to win in the playoffs. He's been here a lot, and Pete Carroll's going to make something happen. The Seahawks are going to win. Okay. I was going to go with the Seahawks, but my gut told me to go with the Rams. And I okay. wanna, here's the thing that I want to prove to you. This isn't a total just like picking an upset for no reason at all. I want to prove that the Seahawks and the Rams are just as good as each other right now. Now, you may be wondering, how is that possible when the Seahawks recently blew out the Jets 40-3 to and the Rams lost to the Jets 23-20? Well, the reason for this is that the Jets are a really, really inconsistent and weird team and should never be used as a metric to compare two teams to each other. Plus, the Jets actually won the Browns. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they two and 14. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Browns had no wide receivers. The Jets stacked the box the entire time. The Browns had nothing to – like, every single wide receiver was out with due to COVID protocols. So, um, the Browns had no wide receivers. They, like, had, like, the fourth string and, like, the third string tight end. So, I, I think that's a little bit of an anomaly. Okay, Jets, whatever. Yeah. They, they centered their whole game around stopping the run, and then the Browns had no passing game. So, the Browns lost. Okay, but anyway. Anyway. The Seahawks, in the last three games, they have only averaged about 22 points per game. That's not looking very good at all for them. Now, the average team, or I should say the 16th best team in the NFL – Averages 25 points per game throughout the season. And that's the Falcons, believe it or not. That is not good for Seattle. The only reason that they are in these playoffs, or not the only reason, they have a decent defense, middle-of-the-road defense, average in the NFL, 15th best statistically. But the main reason that they are in these playoffs, as Azure said, was because of the first five games in which Russell Wilson was looking like he could definitely be the MVP and was looking like just like he, he was looking incredible. You had him in fantasy. You know what I mean? He was doing insane things. He was um, getting a lot of touchdowns. But then all of a sudden, the, um, the Seahawks offense just came to a grinding halt. And recently, they have not looked good. Against the Giants, they scored 12 points. Against the Eagles, they could only manage 23. Like, they are scoring – they are a team that scores, like, in the low 20s usually when they're not playing with the Jets. That is a big issue for me. And the, the Rams, may I add, are averaging under 16 points a game the last three games. Yes, but so the Rams okay. have a much better defense than the Seahawks do. The Rams have one of the best defenses in the league. And they lost to the Seahawks 20 to 9. In the last matchup, in the in the last three games, the Seahawks are letting in less points than the Rams are, fifteen point seven to sixteen point seven. Okay, Just but that way. is recently. The Rams. Yes. 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 I, I know. I know, Asher. But you can't. Okay. Put it this way: If the Rams have been consistently, you you said it yourself. You said the Rams had. Oh wait, no, that was the Colts. My bad. But the Rams overall do inarguably have a very good defense. That is the only reason why they are in the playoffs. They have a far below average offense. So their defense must have been doing something right. As the stats say that they are the best defense throughout the season in the league. So yes, recently they've been in a bit of a slump, but 
I know recently that, oh, I think that overall their defense is very, very, very good. I think that yes, teams go through slumps, but would I bet against the Steelers to not even have a shot at getting to the Super Bowl? No, there's no way. The Steelers are a very good team. They have been in a slump recently, but that does not mean that they cannot um turn things around in the playoffs when things matter a whole lot more. Like the Rams, I don't want to say they were coasting recently because no NFL team should do that, but it doesn't matter quite as much when you're in the regular season. When it's the playoffs, you've got to step it up. And when it's the playoffs, we see a lot of crazy stuff happen. And that's why I'm going to take the Rams to win this one. I think that the Seahawks don't have anything remarkable about their team. And I think that the Rams do. They have their defense. So if the Rams can figure out how to put up more than 20 points, which I think they will be able to against the Seahawks team, even though Jared Goff has a minor injury, like it's he's not he doesn't make that much of a difference anyway. He's not a great okay. quarterback. So yeah, he's, I think he's an average. Yes, figure I out how to just put up over twenty points, and I'm betting that they will. For I can't say there's any specific reason. I'm just going with my gut here. I think that the Rams and the Seahawks. It is a 50-50 game, and going with my gut, I'm going to take the Rams in this one. So that's my okay. Idea. So yeah, I think. Sure. I, I'll take the Seahawks. You take the Rams. The statistics say the Seahawks. I, I, I don't get your whole statistics argument because the averages over the last three games are all towards the Seahawks. But anyway. Yeah, but that, that's um, not all that matters. Last three games is not okay, all that matters. Okay. That's a tiny snapshot of the season. Okay. Yes, but it's a snapshot right before they play. Yeah, but teams go through slumps. We've seen it. Remember when okay. we saw, thought the Titans weren't good at all? Now all of a sudden, they've I made the playoffs with these. Okay. Okay. Um, sure. And then let's see, we have, Ooh, this is going to be a fun one. Jackson bucks going into Washington to take on the football team. I'm just going to say it. Tom Brady's going to win and he's going to win by a lot. That's my argument. And the bucks are going to win because the football team sucks. They literally have, they dropped their starting QB two weeks before the playoffs started. Yeah, and now they have a one-legged checkdown guy named Alex Smith, who's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. No disrespect to him, but he's not Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's going to win because it's the playoffs, and he has so many weapons on his team. And the Bucks are the Washington uh, front defensive line is the is the best run defense in the league, I believe, and pass defense, or something like that. They're, like, the best. Yeah, yeah, the best D-line in the league, yes. The Bucs are the second best. And I think they're a very underrated defense. The Bucs are a stout defense. And then they added Gronk, Antonio Brown, and uh, Tom Brady to an already pretty powerful offense with Mike Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. It's going to – I'm sorry, Jackson. I know you're a football team fan. The Bucs are going to win. It's going to be like 50 to nothing. I'm sorry. The Bucs are going to win. They're going to win by a lot. They win. They cover the spread. No question. Okay. If I was not a football team fan, there's no way I would pick them. But I feel obligated to okay. and obligated to prove why they can win this one. So Okay. Give me your argument. The Washington football team has an absolutely incredible defense. As a matter of fact, there is a statistic that I heard. Um, it may have changed recently, but... In the second half, the Washington football team had the best defense in the league by far. It was not even close. They blew everyone else out of the water. 
in the first half, they, I don't want to say they were towards the, I don't want to say they were like one of the worst, but they, they were like, they were below average. Okay. Oh, okay. So the football team is very, very much a second half team. And in the second half, they can do a lot of crazy stuff. In the second half, if you're tied with the Washington can they, football can team. Can they make up a 30-point deficit? Well, okay. That, that's what I'm getting to. The Washington okay. football team in the second half, if you are tied with them, you should be very, very worried because they can easily pull out that win. If you're tied with them, the best team in the league, the Chiefs, should even be worried. But the issue is Washington often finds itself having to build themselves out of a very big hole that they have dug because they let the other team score in the first two drives of the game. That's the issue. It's a psychological issue. The Washington football team does not go in ready to start playing. They figure out the game is starting in the second half. Now, yes, that is a big issue. But that is not an issue of talent. That's a mental issue. So Washington, believe it or not, actually, I think, has the talent to beat the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are a little overrated, in my opinion. Um, I just don't, you know, they can, they're good. They're a good team. They're a solid team. They make games close against other good teams, but they're inconsistent. Their offense is very inconsistent. And yes, Tom Brady does step it up in the playoffs. I realize that. But is Tom Brady the same player that he was on the Patriots? Tom Brady's yes. getting older and he can't continue to do the stuff that he's been doing recently for forever. Like, I don't know. And I don't, I know what you guys are thinking. You think the Bucks are going to crush the football team. But if the football team can figure out a way to hang with the Bucks in the first half, if the football team can keep the Bucks from scoring, they can attack the Bucks' vulnerabilities, and they can make them have one of those off halves that the Bucks often do have. That was a lot of halves. But yes, if it's a have to have. can hang with the Bucks in the first half, which I think it's the playoffs, they're going to step it up. I think they can possibly do, because they have the talent to do so. They proved that in the second half. The issue is they just don't come into the first half ready to play. But if they do okay. come into the first half ready to play, it is a possibility that they beat the Bucs. I know I, I'm – the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm a Washington football team fan. Will they actually beat the Bucs? All of you guys are probably like, there's no way. I actually think there is definitely a shot at it, and I'm going to take them um, because, you know, who knows? You have to take one crazy upset. I don't know. Yeah, Okay. I'm, I'm just – last thing I'm going to say, in the last three games, I know the last three games isn't everything, but it's a it's a pretty clear indication of where the team is at right then and there. Like, yeah. I, like example, the Steelers. The Steelers are 1-4 in their last five games. I get it. They were 11-0 undefeated. They were great. It's, it's just a one-game thing, and you can't just look at the first game – first couple games – and say, oh, that's the team that they're going to beat. It's the team that they were they were just, like, in, in weeks 15 through 17. And let me just say this. I think you're overvaluing games, the end of the season because slumps well, happen. 
Every team. Yes, but every team no, no. Here's my. If a team is in a at some point in the season, every single team. Wait, let me just say this. That's let me just say this. If a team is in a slump, why are they just suddenly going to break out of the slump when their season is on the line? Because it's the playoffs. But if they're in a slump, how are they going? Okay, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. I understand it if it's like it. Okay, the Steelers broke out of their slump already. You know what I mean? They have. Yes, they have. They beat the Colts, who you said are a very, very good team. They beat the Colts, and then they almost won against the Browns without Ben Roethlisberger even being in. So they kind of broke it out of their slump. Those are two very good teams who one of them beat, and one of them they probably would have beaten had their starting quarterback been playing. So yes, they had a but that's not even anything. You can't discount eleven games of the season just for a slump. I wouldn't do that. I, I yes, I'm saying they were overinflated. There was a team that was that had the same record as them, right? But then they were playing great at the end of the season. Yeah, I definitely take them. But if there's a but for instance, if they're playing a team that has a much worse record than them than them, who's playing better at the beginning at the end of the season, I take the team with a better record. But whatever. Okay. My point is, um three games is a better indication of where the team is at than the entire season. And you can disagree. No, no, no. But all I'm going to say is no, the Bucs no. are red I hot. That, um, where I, mean, I just want to put one statistic out there. The Bucs are averaging 41 points a game in the last three games. Uh, the Washington football team is averaging 16. Let's move on. That's just my final No, word. okay, okay. The, also, the Bucs opponents were the Falcons, Lions, and the Falcons again, who suck at defense. And, yes, the football team's opponents weren't great, but they were starting Dwayne Haskins. They didn't even have their starting quarterback. You can't discount them against that. Furthermore, they have one of the best defenses in, in the league. You can't expect the Bucs to put up those types of numbers against the Washington football team. The Washington football team is a team that is going to make the games very low scoring. So that's a, that's an empty statistic. You can't say, oh, okay, the, um, the Buccaneers are putting up crazy stats against the Falcons twice and the Lions. That doesn't mean anything. That's empty. That doesn't mean anything. Okay. Sure. All I'm gonna all I'm gonna say is, um, the Falcon. I mean, I the Bucks are they look better now than they did at the beginning of the season. Fair. The football team looks the same, maybe even worse. I don't know. No, all I'm gonna say no, is the Did Bucks right now. The Bucks are a better scoring team than the football team is. Yes, that's, that's my point. That's my point. Let's let's move on before this gets too out of hand. Okay, we have the Ravens going into Tennessee to take on the Titans. This one is going to get interesting. Yes. It, the Titans are – oh, they're not – the Ravens are favored by three points. It's a 54-and-a-half point over-under. Jackson, give me a reason why – I believe you have the Ravens, why they are going to Yeah. Win. All right. So, I am picking the Ravens in this one. And my reasoning for this, I think, is – pretty simple so yes I know I just told Asher that the last few games of the season don't really matter and then they are going to but and this is a big but okay recently the um recently the Ravens have been playing in here's the thing I say that I would prioritize um overall like how good you are in the season Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not phrasing this very, very well. 
Okay. Let's say there's a team that has uh, definitely a worse record, right, than the other team, but they were playing better at the end of the season, right? I yeah. take the team with a better record. Now you take two teams with the matching records, exact same record, and you take a team who's playing better at the end of the season, then you've got to take a team. Then you've got to take that team. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that the Ravens are playing much better. The Titans were recently blown out by the Packers, 40 to 14, whereas the Ravens have been on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, they beat the Browns in a crazy high-scoring game. And just in the past few games, they have proven they can put points on the board, 47, 40, 27, okay, and 38. So the Ravens are a very, very high-scoring team. The Titans, yes, they have been scoring pretty high recently. The Titans are definitely a high-scoring team, but they're not as high-scoring as the Ravens. They don't have the same offensive firepower. Derrick Henry kind of carries them. Um, and, like, or actually, overall in the season, yes, they do have actually better offensive firepower, but recently, they haven't had the same offensive firepower. Um, and... Now, when you look at their defenses, Baltimore is the second best in the league statistically. Now, does that mean they're actually the second best? Maybe, probably not. But it means they're like definitely a top five team, right? In terms of defense. And now we look at Tennessee and, oh boy, they are at 24. So if you take two teams that are both hovering around the five spot in terms of offense. And then you take a team that's a top 25, top five team in defense versus a top 25 team. It becomes pretty clear who's probably going to win. So I think that's all I really need to prove that the Ravens are going to win, to be honest with you. Um, Yes, the Titans did win their previous matchup against the Ravens. um, But, you know, stuff like that happens. I think that's the one, that, that would be the one reason that I would take the Titans over the Ravens, but I, I think that the Ravens gone better throughout the season. Maybe that was just a fluke game, whatever. The Ravens are very high scoring. Um, both teams are very high scoring, but the Ravens can hold other teams to few points, whereas the Titans struggle a lot more with that. So I'm going to take the Ravens with this one and the Ravens to beat the spread. Okay, so um, sure. Now... Look, let's let's be real here. The Ravens are a terrible passing team. They're not a good. They're not a. They're not a passing team. They're a, they're a throwing team. Let's just be honest. Let's not, right? I mean, the look week seventeen against the Bengals. The the Ravens threw the ball nineteen times for one hundred and twenty one yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Yeah. They threw the ball nineteen times. They ran the ball. 54 times for a total of 404 yards. So I don't know what I'm trying to prove here, but um, (laughs) they're not, they're a running team, right? They had uh, four players getting nine carries or or more. They had a crazy nine, 7.5 yards per carry average against, against the Bengals. And look, they look dominant and I'll give them that. They were a really good team. Although the Bengals on the season are giving up 5.1 yards a carry. That's not that good for a team. Now the Titans are like a middle of the road rush defense and the Ravens are not too good. 
at, at, uh, at the run defense. So really just looking at it, the, um, the Ravens and the Titans are the two highest teams in yards to carry on the season and rush yards. So um, the Ravens have the slight edge. They've also run the ball 30 more times in this, in the season. I think that's a wash. Two average, um, two average run defenses, two great run offenses. Now, looking at the passing on the season, the Ravens are dead last, under 3,000 yards on the season. The Titans are middle of the road. Oh, wait, 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 What's their exact number? I don't know. But anyway. Okay, it's not good because if they're that close in terms of rush yards and the Ravens are seventh in the league in terms of um points per game and the Titans are fourth in the league, that means that the that the passing games are pretty similar, but whatever. The Ravens have thrown for 2,919 yards on the season. The Titans have thrown for 3,826. Okay. So it's not that similar. Not that similar. But it's not, it's not, it's not really like. not that similar. That's huge and all. Anyway, in my opinion, it's going to come down to which running game will have more success. And the best indication of that is when the Ravens played the Titans in week 11. And the Titans, Derrick Henry ran for 133 yards and a touchdown. And on the Ravens' side of the ball, J.K. Dobbins ran for 70 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson was bottled up. He ran 13 times for only 51 yards. And he also didn't have that much success through the air. Um, 186 yards, a touchdown, interception. Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill, meanwhile, 259 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Now, the Ravens... the Ravens' run game and Derrick Henry are pretty much a wash when you think about it. They've run for about the same yardage and about the same yards to carry. It's pretty much a wash. Now, you have to look at the passing game, and Ryan Tannehill is a better passer than Lamar Jackson is. Well, we saw back in prime. Oh, the defense is different. Two versus 24. Okay. Well, Sure. Anyway, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what was what my point was there. I think Tennessee is just the better team overall. They're a better offense. Baltimore is an okay defense. They're they're really not that good at at the run defense. So I wouldn't give them any really. I give them a slight advantage there, but I think Tennessee is just a lot better at, at their offense at, at offense than. The Ravens are, so I'm going to take the Titans, and of course, they are going to cover the spread because I have them winning, and yeah, I, I don't know really what to say. Derrick Henry is going to run all over the Ravens, and the last time they played, Lamar Jackson had no solution to the Titans' defense. I think that's the same thing that happens this game. Look, last time the men in the playoffs, the Titans beat them. They pulled off an upset. This time, somehow, the Ravens are still favored, so the Titans are going to pull off an upset again. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I think we should move on now. We have um, Bears Saints. Now, barring a Saints um, playoff choke, as they have had so many times in the last couple of years, 
I'm just going to say that the Saints are going to win and they're going to cover the spread because yeah. the Northern Saints, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Kamara, Kamara, whatever. He's the best. He's the best running back. He's a. That's hard. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Dalvin Cook. Oh, One of those three. They're all insanely good running backs. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon were injured, but they're also really, really good. Saquon but anyway, his career is done. ACL. Yeah, it it really sucks. Anyway. Anyway, the Saints are, are a well-oiled machine. The Bears are not. So the Saints are going to win, and they're going to cover the spread. Yeah, agreed. The Bears suck. Okay, moving on to the next game. We have a very interesting game. Two teams from the same division who have similar records, who have just played in Week 17 this previous week, facing off again in the first round of the playoffs with the Steelers favored by a surprising six. But, Asher, what do you think is going to happen here? Um, okay, wait. Uh, hold on. First of all, I just want to say the Saints in 2019 um, lost in overtime on a ridiculous comeback by the, by the Minnesota Vikings. And then the year before that, in 2018, was the infamous uh, no call on the pass interference by the Rams. So the Rams somehow won in overtime. And then in 2018, of course, that was the Minneapolis miracle where they lost in the division again to the Vikings on that. I'm sure you've seen it. That crazy Stefan Diggs catch where like the defenders just, compl- they went for his legs for some reason and they just completely missed. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that play? Yeah. So they, so three straight times they have been um, completely left out for really, they should have won all three games. And so maybe I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they'll lose to the Bears for some reason. I don't know. The Bears haven't been that bad recently. I mean, David Montgomery yeah, has they've been, been scoring a lot. David Montgomery has had the most rush yards, I think maybe second most to Derrick Henry, um, over the last five games or something like that. And Mitch Trubisky's kind of getting it done. So who knows? But I'm gonna take the Saints and they're gonna cover the spread because hopefully that won't happen. Okay. So yeah, let's move on. Um we're we're doing uh Saints Browns, right? Correct. Yes, the only other wild card game. No, so, right, Steelers Browns. Yes. Um. Okay. So, Jackson, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Okay, I think I can sum up my point um pretty succinctly here. So, yes. The Pittsburgh Steelers have the third best defense in the NFL in terms of opponent points per game, points allowed per game, whereas Cleveland has. The 21st best defense. Okay, but then Cleveland must have a much better offense, right? Actually, Cleveland is 14 in terms of points per game. Pittsburgh is 12. So, on paper, Pittsburgh is the much, much better team. But the catch here is that Pittsburgh was recently in a slump. And this is where I think me and Asher are going to disagree a little I, bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say was. I would say is. Okay, okay. Well, okay, there you go. Um, that's where we're disagreeing. So here's how I look at it. Yes, they were in a slump in which they were letting in more points per game than they usually did, and they could not figure out how to put points on the board. But then again, their defense is usually really good, so they don't have to put a lot of points on the board. Okay, 
But now, you look at this. They beat the Colts. So that's um, encouraging. Um, so, yeah. So in weeks um, in weeks 13, 14, and 15, they lost to take away their undefeated record. But then they beat the Colts, which is very good because the Colts are um, one of those um, now 11 and 5 teams that made the playoffs. And without their starting quarterback, in just last game, lost to the Browns by only two points. With their starting quarterback, does it make that much of a difference? I mean, the Steelers are on an offensive-oriented team, so not as much as you might think, but it does make a difference. I say they win that game. So if we go off recent games, I'd actually give the Steelers the edge because recently the Browns haven't been doing too great either. The Browns... Yes, they went to the Giants. They lost to the Ravens in a close game, so that's respectable. But then they lost to the Jets. What happened there, I do not know. But look, the Steelers, I think, were in a three-game slump that they broke out. Okay? I think that the Steelers are out of that slump, and they are going to come ready to play in, the, in, in these playoffs. The Steelers have a history of performing very well in the playoffs. And I think they do it again this year. And I think that they broke out of that slump with that coach victory. And just playing the Browns, if I'm the Steelers going into this game, I'm coming in pretty confident because I'm like, oh, yeah, we didn't even have our stunning quarterback in. And we only lost by two points. We had a very close game. On the Browns, I'm walking into it a little nervous being like, oh, no, we barely won last game and the starting quarterback wasn't in. I, I don't know if we can win this one. And that is the reason – that the Steelers have a six-point spread advantage over the Browns. So, if anything, the Browns might even be the one in the slump right now because they just recently lost to the Jets. So, I think that the Browns don't have a lot of confidence going into this game. I think the Steelers have renewed confidence after, in my opinion, breaking out of their slump. Even if they didn't, I think that they might both be in slumps right now because, you know, Browns lost to the Jets, which is not very good. Um... So, and also when you just look overall on paper, the stats, it's just not even close between the two teams. The Steelers blow out the Browns completely if you look at the stats. So I'm going to have to take the Steelers on this one. I don't think I could take the Browns. But I am going to take the Browns to beat the spread because I think, whoops, voice crack. Uh, my throat's a little scratchy. Uh, <laughs> I think that the Browns will make this game relatively close because last game, because most Steelers games are pretty close, actually. Um, they don't score a lot, um, but they hold other teams to not scoring a lot. So it's like just like simple math. If you have a very high scoring game, then proportionally, they, let's, say, let's say you have a low scoring game and you have a high scoring game one team could score the same percentage. Um, they, they could have the same percentage of the other team's points, but that the differential percentage becomes greater the higher that the higher scoring that the game is. So like six up six point, like it could be not really a close game. For instance, okay, this I'm not really explaining this very well, but yeah, a different team, if they score six more points, then another team, like if a different team wins by six points, it's not as impressive as the Steelers winning by six points 
because the Steelers generally produce lower scoring games. But whatever. So I think the Browns are going to beat the spread. Okay, so I'm sort of confused about your whole slump argument because the Steelers are one and four in their last five games. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Before they won to the Colts. They okay, if anything, that just proves they're so inconsistent. And no, not really, because they were previously undefeated, but the Browns the Browns are the same team that just beat the Steelers to without get in the, the starting quarterback of the Steelers. It was a two-point difference in Ben Roethlisberger would have accounted for those two points. So if anything, I'd give the most recent matchup title to the Steelers, not the Browns. Except that the Browns scored more points. Well, yes, but you just completely ignored what I just said. But whatever. Go on. Okay, whatever. Um, anyway, the Steelers are – look, since week seven, after they beat the Titans, the undefeated Titans, that was a really – that was their last quality win, in my opinion. Actually, I'd count the Colts win as a quality win when they need We're it. The anyway, <laughs> look, week eight, the Ravens – sorry, after week eight. Oh, my God. Your argument is getting weaker by the moment. After week eight, they lost to the Cowboys – who were starting Ben DeNue, or they beat the Cowboys barely, have a last second stop against a Ben DiNucci led Cowboys. Yes, they beat the Bengals. Yes, they beat the, the Okay, you can make the, the same Jaguars. argument for the Browns barely winning to the Jaguars at around the same time. Okay, hold on, hold on. Here's my argument. They barely beat the Ravens practice squad with help from the refs and with them like some weird halftime thing where they like held the ball and didn't, didn't let them get a playoff. They lost... To, a, to the Washington football team. Yes, that is an understandable loss. Whatever. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, yeah. That's and then they just lost to the Browns. Look, the Browns okay, have asterisk, that, that one has an asterisk on it for sure. If anything, I would give the moral win to – that's a Pyrrhic victory. Um, and what I mean by that is, yes, the Browns won the game, but they won the game without the Steelers even playing their starting quarterback. So that isn't filming. Yeah, if the Browns had lost that game, if anything, I give the actual victory to the Steelers. But whatever. If the Browns had lost that game, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. I think that's a very the morales. I think you're reading the morales incorrectly because I think the Browns look. They just beat the team they're about to play, and this is their first playoff appearance in twenty something years. And the Steelers just lost to the team they have to play again now with their season on the line. They're in a huge slump. They've lost four out of the last five games after not losing the entire season. What about and the Browns losing to the Jets? I already said I said that okay. earlier. The Browns okay. didn't have a single – the Browns had no wide receivers. It was – you can I, – I think you just disregard that game because that was a weird game where the Browns – Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just nothing. disregard them losing to the worst team in the league. <laughs> Second worst. Second. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't know. We can well, we're disagreeing on this. I think the Browns win. Obviously, they're gonna cover the spread because they're not favored. Um, because look, Baker Mayfield, say what you want about him, he's inconsistent, yes, but he's gotta be energized that they're in the playoffs and he made it. They're eleven and five. And um they get to play a team that you can't argue that the Steelers have been the best team as of late. No. Right? They've lost four of the last five. I think they're still in a slump. They just lost 
and now they have to play that team again for their season. That's got to weigh a little bit heavier on the Steelers. Yes, they didn't have Big Ben, but Big Ben's not like a Patrick Mahomes or, or a Deshaun Watson or, or a quarterback that makes yeah, that big Yeah, but count for two points, in my opinion. Maybe two points for the Browns. Maybe it would have been a bigger Browns victory if they had been playing the team that they're going to play now. But anyway, anyways, um, the Browns are are severely underrated, and the Steelers are severely overrated, in my opinion. And so I'm going to give the Browns a tight victory, somewhat like uh, Week 17 was when they barely beat the Steelers by two points. So that's just my opinion. Okay. Well, I guess we're disagreeing on that one. Yeah, so that's actually four um, to six games. A lot of differences in opinion here. We disagreed on, yeah, four to six games. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Just an update. The first quarter is almost over. uh, The Bills versus the Colts. The Bills are up seven to three, about to get the ball back. So it looks like the Bills are are handling this game, and they're probably going to win. So just just a note right now. They're they're looking good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay, so it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, so that concludes our show, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so just to know, uh, Jackson won the season predictions. We're starting fresh with the playoffs. We're also doing against the spread um, predictions. So, yeah, so tune in next time to, to hear how our predictions went, plus the divisional playoff games. That's going to be super exciting. And, yeah, and maybe we'll do an NBA thing once the NFL is over. Like maybe we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll do right. NFL, NBA games and stuff like that because By the, way, the NBA is still here. Interesting yeah. stuff like, happening in the NBA. Very interesting stuff. Yes. Plus, James Harden has – it's looking like my MVP prediction is not going to be correct because James Harden has really sloped off as of late. Yeah, that's because James so. Harden – I have – I'm going to say this right now. I have absolutely zero respect for James Harden because – He's just not okay. a hard worker. Like, it's coming out now that he's just not a hard worker. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he has he has one move, but it's really unguardable, his move. Like, it's so, all, like, yeah, but he only has one Through move. the legs, like, many times. He – it's so good because it, it's it's an equally dual threat um, on both sides of it. He either drives and he has a step open. He's a very good driver. Or he just steps back if you overcommit to the drive. And then he has, like, an almost 50% – Free throw, uh, three pointer. So, I mean, he's a. It's it's a very unstoppable. It's move. an unguardable move. Yeah. You gotta, well, you gotta like double team him or something yeah. like that. But it's, I, it's I really don't know. It's interesting because it's like, how do you guard? How do you guard that move? I, you get how I would guard it. You kind of like go in if you're you, the help defense has to kind of go has to. I don't know inch in a little bit more so that yeah yeah like I mean that's just a classic example of somebody being able to make a contested shot in my opinion what you have to do is you have to take the quickest player who you have and put him on James Harden because if you get somebody who's really quick like James Harden is quick but he's not that quick so if you get a quick guy that kind of drive and then it's easier to guard the step back that's what I do but yeah Okay, well, anyway, thanks for listening. This has been your weekly sports breakdown. Um, please leave a review down at the bottom. It's a game. You try and click all of the stars when they turn, when they all turn uh, lit up, when they all fill in, that means you win and you get a cookie. So you should do that because it's, it's fun. And 
uh, please leave a review. Um, if you like this video, please share it with other people because that's how the, the podcast gains. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been your weekly sports breakdown. We'll check in next week to do the divisional round playoffs, maybe some other stuff, how our playoff predictions are going. But thank you for listening so long. Goodbye. Bye.